Hello, long time no talk. I am sorry that I haven't made an episode in quite literally six months. But for me, I mentally just could not bring myself to do it. And I know this podcast is about mental health, but damn, a bitch needed a break. And I still didn't even get a break. So here we are. Um... I've been getting questions on my podcast and I feel so bad because I literally posted an introduction video, like not video, (laughs) um, introduction podcast and I totally just ghosted everyone. Um, so that's totally my bad. I'm sorry. Um, but sometimes you just gotta pick and choose what you can handle and you gotta be selfish sometimes if you know, you can't handle something, then you're just going to have to step away. And unfortunately, that's what I had to do with my podcast. But now I'm here and I'm going to talk about <laughs> the shit show it was the past six months. Um, a lot of things have changed, starting off with I'm on a balcony in Miami right now. So if you hear the metro going by, car honking, dogs barking, music playing, that would be the reason. Um, I am down south for an internship. Um, It's with a law firm, which I, that's my future career on my plan right now. It's going great. I literally love it so much and I'm so glad I have the opportunity to be able to go to my internship. With it being in the south, I have had some issues um that caused quite a lot of stress for me and to be honest I haven't even processed it myself but I know I will and I'm trying to do it in the most healthy ways possible I'm not really trying to drown out my problems through partying and alcohol um I'm really just trying to stay busy focus on myself and put myself first because in the past I've always put other people before me and I've missed out on a lot of opportunities that way even if if it's not putting people physically above me it's more of well that kind of came off wrong not physically (laughs) holy shit I'm so tired okay okay (laughs) I have allowed other people to control my emotions in a negative way To where I'm not motivated, I'm not in the right headspace to go after what benefits me. And that's what I mean. Um, I've had a lot of stuff happen this past summer. Um, I moved in with my now ex-boyfriend and his family. And don't get me wrong, I love his family. I still love him. But, you know, it comes to a point where... I got thrown into an environment that I didn't grow up in. It's much different than the environment that I got raised in. And that's not his fault. That's not his family's fault. And I would never place blame on that. It's honestly just overall kind of my fault because I didn't get the time to adjust into that lifestyle. So I felt like I was more of an intruder rather than... um, adapting to the lifestyle and like I said totally not their fault um it was me I was overthinking a lot of things and you know some situations I just wasn't used 
to being in and that was just kind of how it was for a little while and I'm not going to blame that on anyone. It was just the situation. <clears throat> so we decided that it would be a lot more healthy if we both went our own ways and, you know, grow a little bit more. I mean, it gets to a point in a relationship where you have to sit down and it's like, are we benefiting each other? Are we helping each other grow? Or are we just hindering each other? Because that's just a super important conversation to have and if you are in a relationship that you are struggling to get by and you aren't benefiting each other then you're gonna end up resenting the other person and something's gonna happen and you're gonna just hate each other for the rest of your life a person that you used to love so even though we both had a lot of feelings for each other we cared about each other um, it was best for us to go our separate ways and no matter what had happened and the situation that appeared from that, I will say that I will forever care about him. Um, I won't ever talk bad about him and I wish him 100% the best because at the end of the day we just have different point of views and at that point you just kind of have to determine well I mean are we going to be better off going our separate ways maybe we won't be emotionally better off going our separate ways but I feel like if it's going to make us grow as people then that's just what we're going to have to do it's going to suck for a little while but I mean eventually hopefully we can you know reconnect maybe not in the same way as before but at least in this way we won't resent each other forever and you know go back and forth have this drama has have this tension because personally I just don't have it in me to have hate for anybody anymore I don't want to walk into somewhere and then I see you and I tense up I get nervous like what's gonna happen something's gonna blow up I want to leave and it completely ruined my time and I just feel like handling the situation more maturely through communication was the best way it could have gone and so far it's going fine I mean we had the conversation we're not going to talk shit about each other whatever happened in our relationship that we didn't agree on that's just between us and it's not gonna hinder the other person's personality or their appearance to society because we are two individual people we are not the same person we did not grow up the same we didn't have the same experiences so it's just unfair for me to go out and be like fuck this motherfucker like you know just slander him when in reality in his mind it's a completely different situation than in my mind and you know I'm not going to be able to change that I'm not going to be able to change how he feels I'm not going to be able to change his morals or the way that he thinks and I have to accept that and I don't want to waste my energy on trying to prove to somebody why they should feel the way that I do 
because you're never going to prove to anybody or convince anyone to feel the way that you do. And you can show them how you feel. And I 100% think that people should. And I feel like the disconnect is people hide it and then they get frustrated when their significant other or you know their ex-boyfriend girlfriend doesn't understand how you feel it's because you didn't communicate that clearly and sometimes when the communication becomes aggressive or in an emotional way negatively your point's not going to get across and I feel like when I tell a lot of people stories that have happened to me in the past they're like I don't know how you didn't go crazy I don't know how you didn't blow up on his ass because like what is that gonna do why would I scream yell cry trying to convince somebody how I feel because if at the end of the day no matter how much you tell somebody they're not gonna truly understand unless they are willing to understand and it's a dead end at that point. It's not like that with every situation, but I wanted to just mention it. If you have told somebody how you felt multiple times and you're getting exhausted and nothing is changing, you shouldn't be in that situation anymore. Whatever is causing that emotion, that strain, that tension with anybody you need to realize that that's a whole different person. You can't control those person's thoughts. You can't control their emotions. You can't force someone to understand your pain. You just have to accept it. It's one of those things that you have to accept. And I think that was really hard for me letting go of my most recent relationship is that I just really wanted him to understand, but he just couldn't. And he's not to blame for that. It's just how he works, how he's wired, and I would never blame him for that specifically. I mean, we obviously had our disagreements, and me being me, I thought I was always right. And sometimes I wasn't always right, but that's how I felt. I can't force him to feel the same way because he doesn't think the same way. So it was just one of those things that we had to split the ways become our own people which involved me being in Fort Lauderdale having this internship and having to move out of his house I made the decision I'm the one who brought up the conversation to go our separate ways so I did bring this upon myself it's not like he kicked me out he didn't kick me out um, he cared about everything that was happening he was like where are you living where are you going he asked all the questions to make sure I was safe and I was able to figure it out. And for that, I really appreciate him. And I so gratefully was able to figure out what was going on. However, it took a couple days, a couple days sleeping on friends' couches and going to family members that I haven't seen in 10 years. Um which ended up being the best experience that I could have gotten 
because even though I haven't seen these family members in 10 years, we were able to reconnect. And, you know, they follow all of us on social media, my intermediate family, me. And, you know, they see all the highlights in my life. And for them to know that, you know, I just am going through a heartbreak. Um, I don't know where I'm living. Um, it was kind of a lower part of my life. So I was able to kind of open up to them and be myself with them, which they have not seen before. And it was a very valuable moment to be able to reconnect with them and, you know, get in touch with that side of the family that I haven't been in touch with in so long. I mean, I haven't seen this part of my family in so long and I'm over here a mess. I'm homeless. I just had a breakup just had to move out of my boyfriend's house like the probably the lowest point that anyone's ever actually seen me because I don't project my emotions out in public um I kind of just keep pushing on and that's why I process a lot of things so late is because instead of being stuck in the moment in my emotions understanding what I'm feeling feeling what I'm feeling I kind of think of what's next. What do I do now? I have a lot of other things to think of, and I choose to think of those things. Um, and one of those things was my financial situation. Um, I am a college student. I do have a dog that takes most of my funds, and I know I didn't, you know, wasn't just placed this dog in my life. I chose to have that dog in my life. But that dog has saved my life on countless occasions in many ways so in my mind it's not me just spending my money on her it's more of an investment to keep myself motivated and to keep myself going even in this like lowest point in my life where I don't have money to pay for rent here I don't have you know the availability of places to stay here I have to take not even the emotions from the breakup, but the stress of figuring out where I'm going to live and what I'm going to do for the rest of the month. Um, that was just super stressful on me. I know that my friends have reached out to me to do a podcast episode on how much financials can take a toll on your mental health. And I completely understand. I mean... I pay a lot of my bills. I worked my ass off to get my scholarship to have a full ride to my college. And that doesn't mean that I don't pay for anything. Um, I just paid for everything in high school. I mean, I paid for my SATs, my ACTs, my classes to prep me for it because I am not a test taker and I will never be a test taker. I had to take the SAT like <laughs> probably five times and the ACT two times um, until I got the scholarship that got me into college um, and it doesn't mean that I'm stupid or I'm you know more dumb than my peers I just struggle in that aspect and I used to think it's because I was dumb and now that I have been diagnosed with ADHD 
it all kind of makes sense because during the SATs, the ACTs, like I would always run out of time. I'd have so many questions blank. And I always blame myself for, you know, not being able to do things that a normal person should be able to do. So I never thought of myself as normal. I always thought of myself as dumb. And I feel like that's also where a lot of my depression stemmed from. Um, and that's common in undiagnosed ADHD. It's very common, especially in women. Um, you don't always have to be hyper all the time. You don't always have to be moving. It could just be like, oh, your brain navigates this way when it should be facing that way. Um, it's kind of like the little things you're, you get time anxiety. I know during my SATs, I quite literally looked at the clock all the time and I wasted 30 seconds thinking like, oh shit, like I'm running out of time, whatever, when I could have been just focusing on the questions at hand. Um, so the financial part of it has a lot of aspects and you know, you choose your actions, your actions have consequences or results, right? Um, for me personally, I do spend a lot of my money. I do have bills to pay. I do have to pay my rent and I do have to budget every month my income. And there are certain ways that I have to do that. And, you know, there are months where I'm like, fuck, how am I going to pay my rent? You know, I quite literally have my rent is a thousand dollars. I have $500 in my checking account. Like, what am I going to do? I can't touch my savings. It's locked. I locked it on purpose. Uh, even though there's not even a lot in there. <laughs> um, it's stressful and it does take a toll on mental health and it does take a toll in your confidence within yourself because you'll walk around and people are going to be like, Oh, you want to go grab a drink or you want to go, you know, see a movie. And you're just like, I can't because I can't really afford it and there's nights where I didn't eat and I mean it still happens to this day like I sometimes skip dinner and just because I don't I don't feel like paying for it and I feel like I need to use my money elsewhere which is super unhealthy please don't do that um I'm getting a little bit better with it now um but please feed yourself. Please take care of yourself. Drink so much water. Um, with these specific things, I've been able to find coping mechanisms. A lot of it has to do with taking my time each day. If I get stressed, I just have to take a second. I'm like, okay, one thing at a time. And I have to plan my day step by step. Um, things in my head, what I have to do, what can I get done now, what can I get done tomorrow, even if I don't have enough time in the day to get it done, what about tomorrow, or what about the times when I can do it, um, I know for me, my weekly schedule is wake up at 6 a.m., get on the train to go to work at 7.30 I am at work at 8.30 to 5 p.m., get on the train, get back home around 6.30. I have three college classes, and then I work on that until I can't anymore, and on my days that have a lesser workload, 
I study for my LSAT because that's also coming up. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm so exhausted. Like, I don't know how I keep myself motivated, but I do. And I just think of how it's going to pay off. I feel like that would be what motivates me. Um, But my advice after all the shit that I've been through this past summer with my personal life, my professional life, my financial burden, I will say that no matter how low it gets, to always believe in your ability to overcome it, even though it may not seem like it. I have had nights where I had to call my dad and be like, I'm going to have to be admitted to the mental hospital. Like, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. I am bawling my eyes out. I am miserable. I didn't think that I could live like this anymore. And, you know, that was recently. And I was getting better with my mental health. And I thought that I was stronger and I had those moments of relapse where I was like, okay, God, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to live here anymore. And just thinking in that way damaged all the progress that I set up for myself. And, you know, it also added more defeat onto me because I feel like a failure. I worked so hard to strengthen myself and get better mentally and for me to just be like okay well that's out the window I literally want to die you know um it's hard to you know accept that and after taking a step back when I felt like this instead of you know, being in my month-long depression like I used to, I was like, listen, what is putting me in this position? What is putting me in this mind? Like, what is putting me in this mind cycle, right? Why am I relapsing and going to go back to the way I was? This is exactly what I've been working on. Yeah, maybe I'm taking a couple steps back, but I don't have to go all the way back. So I started thinking to myself, I was like, okay, what is making me feel this way? And what changed to make me feel this way when I didn't feel like this when I was getting stronger? So I assessed my life, my environment, the people within my life, and I had to make changes. And they were hard changes to make, and I'm not blaming them for making me feel miserable of course not I'm not gonna blame anything else that I can't control because there's really no point for me to do that no point in me shifting the blame onto something it's more of figuring out how we're gonna get out of this and I think that's what I tell everybody is instead of blaming people and instead of you know letting that be your satisfaction figure out a plan to get you out of that point because that way your satisfaction comes from your hard work even if you don't feel like you know you made too much progress you made enough progress to get yourself into a position where you can think about the next steps and that was 
what I was proud of myself about um, instead of being defeated and just going home to Tampa. Um, I sat to myself and I was like, I'm going to do everything in my control to stay in South Florida and finish out my internship because I have had so many opportunities stripped away from me due to my mental health and due to other people controlling my mental health and my emotions and I'm really sick and tired of hindering my success because of other people's actions and I really realized that this summer and I woke up and I was like listen this is gonna be one hell of a month but we're gonna figure it out and I contacted everybody I knew and thank God my friends in Miami are letting me crash with them for the rest of summer I couldn't be more grateful and I know that other people don't have the luxury of having those people to call and having a place to stay but the point is do not give up on yourself until you genuinely have to for your well-being I mean if I didn't have anywhere to stay if my friends said that I couldn't stay here I would have to go home but at least I know I tried every single possibility there was and I didn't just give up and go back home and be sad and be depressed and let those feelings consume me and stop me from something that I love because I love this internship this internship has been the best thing best job I've ever had and if I just let that slip through my fingers because I feel defeated and heartbroken then what did I work for what did I build myself up for I'm just going right back to where I was so that is my word of wisdom for that situation um i know it's been a while and i'm sorry and i'm really not trying to make this a long episode um there's just a lot to cram in there um like i said it was probably gonna be all over the place um i'm sorry if it was kind of all over the place but my brain's kind of all over the place. I'm trying to make sense. I really hope all this made sense. Um, I will will try and do more episodes frequently. Obviously, still accepting requests. And I'll probably do more episodes, more involved in the topics that I mentioned. But at this point, this is my therapy. And everything that I have been through this past summer, I feel like I just needed to get out. And feel the feelings I am because I mean yeah I'm not 100% happy I am not living on the top of the world right now like I yeah sure I'm in Miami I'm with my friends but there is still a piece of me missing I mean I did go through a breakup but one person told me that I look at life a glass half empty and first I was like damn ouch you know and then I started thinking about it I was like well they're kind of right like I feel like I've been so down and putting myself through so much that I just kind of lost the quality of life in me 
And now that I am actually at a very low point in my life in all aspects, I got to start thinking glass half full. And I'm glad that I took my six-month break because I was not in the position to talk to you guys saying, oh, have your glass half full, whatever, when I was miserable. Like, I'm not helping you or me by doing that. So I'm working on being a glass half full person and being able to look at life, not just the negatives, especially with everything happening with me right now. I am in an apartment in a city that I love with people that I love surrounding me. And yeah, shitty things have happened, but you know, I'm a strong person. I have dealt with hard things before and I got through them and I believe in myself that I will get through them again and I'm here to say that you'll get through yours too I mean you're gonna have relapses you're gonna have times where you feel like it's just not worth it anymore you're gonna be so hurt and just empty but I'm telling you it's just temporary I mean you're I always have that feeling of emptiness but it's not as deep as it used to be and coming from somebody who has attempted to take their life before I'm so glad that I didn't because I have changed so much from that experience and I am achieving things in life that are accomplishing my goals and no matter how stuck I feel in the moment I know that I will change someone's life one day and I want to make sure that no one feels the way that I did in that moment that night where I tried to attempt and that's the whole reason for this and I really hope that this podcast helps and I hope that people listen to the end. But, um, anyways, so I'm gonna have some guests on the podcast here soon, which is gonna be exciting. It's not just gonna be me talking over and over again. Um, and I will let you guys know. I'm also trying to start a business, which I've been planning for a little while, but. I want to get my life in order because life has thrown me some curveballs, obviously. But I will announce that when I'm ready and maybe when I don't make a podcast every six months. Because how am I going to keep up a business with I can't keep up with a podcast? Anyways, keep sending me requests and I will talk to you guys next time.